I think around about 25 to 30 Teslas a week breaking down in the M25. Wow. Could you imagine if that was trucks? Just a couple of trucks. <laughs> carnage. <laughs> EV charging yes. and how you think it's not going to be effective for your industry yeah well I just don't think I don't think the infra- for one the infrastructure's not there um, especially for electric vehicles it's, there's there's no um, the capacity that they've got the trucks the, 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 I think the maximum they can do is about 100 and, it's about 180 miles so yeah. I mean where are you going to cover from that you wouldn't even get from Manchester to Glasgow, so without stopping, without stopping. So and you've got to plan that into your journey. You've really, got to plan it into your journey and see. Uh, this is me talking for, from being a driver. So everything about what you do as a driver, and everything that revolves around your day, is about time. Yeah. Because you you've got X amount of time before you you've got four hours, four and a half hours, and you need a break. You need a forty five minute break, then you've got another four and a half hours. They need another 45 minute break and then if you're extending your day you can take another 45 minute break and drive for one extra hour but all that time's then accumulating over a week but even if you break that down just into one day what you would then do is have a driver who or even an industry where everything that revolves around time is going to need to revolve around where you can charge yeah because you've got to take that time out and how long does it take to genuinely charge well it's unclear right because We've got we've got a customer that, that were developing they, they they've been developing these rapid charging stations, and what they said is what their what their charger could do in twenty five minutes with a car right could give a car a full charge in twenty five minutes, but that would take ordinarily about four hours or something for like other chargers. But you're getting more and more of these rapid chargers, but it's all good and well for cars right. But what I said to these guys when we, we, we had a meeting and a discussion about it, and I'm saying. A car's a car, right? So you know the weight of a car. Yeah. So see if a car's got four or five people in it, the weight's not dramatically changing. Yeah. If you know what I mean? See if you're talking about a truck, you could be carrying, I don't know, you could be fully fully freighted. Like most of the time our vehicles are fully freighted, so that's 26 tonnes that wow. you're pulling, right? Now, you're pulling 26 tonnes, that's okay if you're flat, but what happens if you're going up a hill? Mm. So then what happens if you've got a headwind? Or what happens if you're stuck in traffic? It's like everything's going to drain that battery. So if you started off your journey and you said, right, I've got 180 miles to go before I need to charge again, and I know that within 160 miles there's a charging station, the likelihood is... You might run out. You might run out before that. So say, for example, as I said, it's like bad weather or, or road closure. So you get diverted and you're going up and down these hills mm. to get back onto where you need to be. You're running out of charge before you can recharge. So if you, these guys told me currently you've got, um, I think around about 25 to 30 Teslas a week breaking down in the M25. Wow. Could you imagine if that was trucks? Just a couple of trucks. <laughs> carnage. On the M6 or yeah. any of the kind of major motorways, the M1, it's just going to be absolute carnage. And what you've got is everybody at this moment in time is used to just having their stuff readily available because you get a lot of deliveries happening at night and everything else it's, it's going to just it, it's going to increase the cost of everything which is again unsustainable because, well it's the time as well but the time factor of if you think about it you're then going to need to add other vehicles into this journey 
So to add other vehicles into that, somebody's going to need to pay for it. Exactly. So for, for me, it needs a massive kind of rethink, if you like. There's, there's, a, there's a 100% a place for it, but it's for smaller journeys, smaller mm. vehicles. Um, how, how long would you say if... if say one of your drivers had a journey to do mm-hmm. they'd have to double would it be double the time or what like you've got to think back to the time into it and well the thing is that, that, that you don't actually it's, it, it's unknown when it's fully freighted then what that top speed could be as well so at the moment you're, you're restricted anyway so you're restricted to about kind of 50 54 roughly miles an hour so as long as you're still doing that then and, and you're fully charged within that distance of the charge whether it be 180 mm. or 160 miles you should still do it in the same time right. it's just the fact that then you've got to stop off and you've got to charge now what happens if you then get into a charging station and somebody's charging their car and that takes an hour so then you're sitting going because if you're a, if if ultimately you're, you're an HGV driver right what you would want to do is you would want to then maximise your rest times so you would say well see if I need to stop for a 45 minute break then that's when you want to recharge. Yeah, yeah. So, but, but who's to say when you pull into that services? That it's going to be available. Exactly. So then the next minute it's like, you take your 45-minute break and you go, oh, now, now it's available because oh. I need to sit for another hour or maybe another two hours. So it's like factoring, you'd have to maybe factor two hours in for it's, each break. It's just, it's, it, it, it's nuts because then what's going to happen is because you've got, you've got basically working time as well, mm. so you're only allowed to work for so long. So eventually what you're going to do is reduce that guy's ability for you're going to reduce his driving time and what you're then going to do is eat into his actual working day so productivity wise I mean where are you going to get to this is the thing do you know what I mean so yeah. see for those long journeys when it comes to EV unsustainable it's it's for me at this moment in time unless the, the, these electric trucks dramatically change and you can do five six hundred miles in a full charge it's not going to work so then I think people are now starting to kind of switch on to the fact well do, do you go down the, the gas route so you've got like natural gas and I know they're looking at hydrogen and stuff like that as well which does work and does give you the distance but again you've only got certain points again where you can then refill so that's yeah. something it's the infrastructure this is the thing Whitney right where it's like um, everybody has these great ideas and these great visions about how the thing, things are going to be and how things are going to be great but does anybody actually look at is there an infrastructure in place to make it happen? Yeah. Or is it just a case of saying to like the volleys industry, for example, you've got until 2035 to get rid of all your diesel trucks? But it's like, it's going to put so much time on your um, deliveries and stuff like that. It's like, it's, it's going to double. Well, but think, so see at the moment, at this moment in time, the, the price of an, an electric truck is double the price mm. of a diesel one. So we've just went through a period where inflation's going through the roof You've had Brexit, COVID, mm. fuel increases, driver shot, everything, right? So w- what all these have done is, is is slowly mean that the customer's having to pay more and more. Yeah. And more. Everybody's having to pay more. Yeah. Everybody, transport costs are going up. Costs for goods are going up. Everything's going up. And it can't keep going up. It's, it's like, yeah, so, it so, so, so they're going to add this into the mix now. So then, exactly, where does it stop? Who pays for it? How, how is it affordable? Mm. The, the, the things that, that that people rely on that they can just wake up in the morning and go to the shop and get. It's and not it, happening it, like it's, that It's anymore. not going to happen like that anymore. So, the, 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 again, what you've got is um, politicians standing, basically telling people what they want to hear because mm. it makes them sound good and it makes it, it, it comes across as, oh, yeah, that's what we want to do. Yeah, 
brilliant. Everybody's wanting to get to some sort of kind of, I always say, net zero, not mm. carbon neutral. Carbon neutrals for me, is how do you make that happen? Let, yeah. Let's be sensible about it and, and, and actually, is there, is there been any discussions? Yeah. So, net zero for me, yeah, 100%. Because net zero then as well, if I've got a diesel truck, I'll plant 10 trees without being too yeah. thinking about it, if you know what I mean. It's yeah. like just balance it off. So, if, if, if I've got a fleet of vehicles and I've got X amount that, that are diesel, then can I balance that off with some electric vehicles? Yeah. Can I balance it off with some natural gas vehicles? And can I have my business then at net zero as opposed to carbon neutral, which would I'd shut my business because it wouldn't be sustainable? No. Um, so what is your opinion in regards to the electrical trucks coming in, into place for you guys? For us, um, because of the nature of what we do, it's, it's long distance. So all our guys um, are away going right up and down the country could go we could we could end up anywhere at all in the UK so for me um, it's a definite no-go for the EV it wouldn't work for us the only way it would work for us if um, we then created like kind of hubs up and down the country up and down the country yeah. where you could have like um, and, and I spoke to I spoke to a company about this um, where you could have maybe say for example I've got a hub in Glasgow and within a 80 mile radius of Glasgow I deliver in, in electric vehicles so everything else feeds into my hub a bit like yeah. a pallet network which some of the networks are doing I believe anyway it's like what, what your kind of uh, parcel companies and that yeah. do at the moment with their electric vans it would need to be the same thing but with, but with trucks right but the difference to that is what you've then got is a truck loading in Manchester yeah. that would ordinarily get a full tank of diesel and go and deliver into Glasgow for X amount of pounds that truck's going to need to then load in Manchester, either through diesel or gas, go to a hub in Glasgow, drop it off, then an electric truck's going to need to go from the hub in Glasgow and go out and deliver. But that electric truck in Glasgow costs to buy twice the amount of the truck that's brought the goods from Manchester to Glasgow. So who's, who's, got, so who's funding that? Who's funding all that? That's the thing. Who's funding that? Because ultimately, as a haulage company, I'm going to need to charge extra for that. 100%. So I spoke to... I actually spoke to... Um, the, as I say the company that, that, that we deal with it, but I've had kind of loose discussions with them and, and they're saying but, but uh, people need to pay a premium and I'm going well mm. at this moment in time they don't with everything that's increasing exactly. as well it ju exactly. it's just going to lose your customers and at this moment in time people don't need to pay a premium because what is this 2023 I think I, I think they've extended it to 2035 but even if it's 2030 it's seven years away Nobody's nobody's thinking that far ahead at the moment. Mm. So for me, at this moment in time, not with over, over the inf inflation, I guess, no, with everything else at the minute, because they're too focused on on, on like you say, everything, exactly everything else that's going on. So if if this was a, a sensible discussion, right, this would be the time to, to actually look at it and say, right, what's sustainable to retain the current network of transport and logistics we've got in the UK and then you have the discussion about diesel, gas and, and your EV that's then for me where the government then needs to look at saying well how do we implement that infrastructure so that come 2030, 35 the infrastructure's there yeah. so for companies like mine it's pretty seamless we just go well that's great well gas suits me better than, yeah. than, than electric so we'll go down the gas route but somebody else might sit and say well EV suits me better so they oh, get down yeah. that route
So then you can give different cluster options. Yeah. So then you are catering to everyone. Exactly. And, and, and that infrastructure is already put in place and it's there. So it's mm. pretty much... It's pretty much like... The customer's choice. Aye. Uh-huh.